Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Predict Cast, and it's round nine, Crown Jewel. I am your host, Ben, and with me, as always, is my co-host and competitor, the Ric Flair to my Hulk Hogan. It's Joe. How are you, Joe? Yeah, I'm good. I'll take that as well. I'll take that generally, I think. I mean, that, no spoilers, but that doesn't seem very favourable right at the moment. But yeah, I'll take that. Thanks, mate. I'm good. How are you? I'm not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Are you excited for Crown Jewel on Thursday? A Thursday afternoon pay-per-view, is it? <laughs> um, I'm going to say mixed. <laughs> all right, I think we'll get down to uh, why you're mixed on Crown Jewel a bit later. I think we'll start off, as we always do, with something completely random. So we are here to talk about pay-per-views. We are here, here to predict pay-per-views. But there's a Wednesday night war going on, Joe. So, so we should probably discuss, you know, it's been four weeks now, maybe. So I think both have kind of bedded in. They're both kind of clear on what they're going to be. It's AEW versus NXT. Wednesday nights um so the first kind of question to you is out of the two shows at the moment who do you think is winning the Wednesday night war uh well AEW I don't think I, I'm not entirely sure you can really argue that at the moment um for me I think they're doing they're doing they're doing a, a better job they're making a they're doing a really um making the most of what they've got um they've got some really interesting storylines going on it all links together quite well. It just feels like a bigger show um, than NXT does. And um, last week they got higher ratings in the US than SmackDown. Did they? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. SmackDown was on FS1 last week. so Oh, of course it was. Yes. But they got like FS1 got 850,000 and... AEW got like I think nine hundred and something, so they actually yeah, beat yeah. SmackDown last week. So <laughs> not great. Ropey. So I'm you think? The, so you think the ratings are reflecting the quality then? Because at the moment, week to week, AEW's getting around about a million. Though they are starting to drop below that, and NXT are around about the seven hundred and fifty, seven hundred mark at the moment, seven hundred thousand mark, obviously. Which I mean, isn't great for NXT but I think there's a bit more to say about that afterwards would you say the ratings are reflecting the quality then um so I, th- I think it, I feel the same about both shows really I feel like the top about 10 competitors in both shows are really exciting and I said this a while ago but then the undercard on both shows I'm still a bit um I'm still not that excited about yeah. so like when I'm talking about like NXT I'm looking at like your Finn Balors and your Champers and your Coles and your Velveteen Dreams and going, that's pretty good. But then I'm watching matches between like Aaliyah and Dakota Kai and going, don't care. Yeah. Um, the same is true, I think, of AEW, where like some of the some of the better storylines are really really good. Uh, and I'm still, I'm not really invested in, for example, like the tag team um, tournament is a bit meh. Yeah. I also think there is, I, I, I honestly believe at the moment there is a thing about AEW's cool and WWE's not cool. Um, and I think that's playing into a lot of what I'm reading and seeing. Okay. More so than is probably true, if, if, if you know what I mean. I would go with that. For me, for both shows, it's the last hour to 40 minutes is where all the magic happens. The minute yeah. you have, like you said, it's, it's probably about 10 competitors on each. There was a, there was a promo about two weeks ago where it was Chris Jericho introducing the inner circle. Yeah. And it was some of the best promo stuff you've ever seen. It was just dead exciting and really like new and bold. And you thought, now this is going to be something special. But AEW just aren't doing enough of just letting wrestlers talk. There's, a, there's an element where it's great. You're doing loads of wrestling and there's loads of wrestling on AEW. Yeah. But sometimes I just want a bit of story. I just want there to be a little bit more of, of a bit of creating in those angles and things. And NXT, you know, they could be a bit guilty of the same. They do probably a bit far too much in-ring stuff, and there's not enough building of characters too much. But, you know, again, the last 40 minutes, last hour of each time, they're great, great matches. There's great stories involved. You know, you can't argue with it, really. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying NXT as well. Like, they just seem to be throwing together matches that I wouldn't... So I thought NXT previously was quite formulaic in the... You don't. You get basically individually about 
10 people that they're building up at any given point. Yeah. And those people never fight each other outside of a takeover. It's yeah. all it's quite formulaic. Whereas the last few weeks, we've been seeing some pretty decent matchups, I would say, you know, stuff that I would have expected to be on a takeover previously. Well, that's the other worry, because hasn't it been, I don't know if this is completely true, but it feels like there's been a belt on the line on NXT, at least, every single week. Oh, yeah. Without without question, that's got which is Which is bizarre, which is not the norm. And it's not really, it shouldn't really be that sustainable, to be honest. You need to be able to trust that you can build some stories. And it just feels like WWE at the moment are trying to grab a quick rating. Oh, this belt's going to be on the line. Oh, this belt's going to be on the line. Yeah. AW are taking a little bit more time to build stuff. I mean, the, the match, even when they have got belts on the line, though, the match um, that Jericho had, the Philadelphia Street fight, um, was fantastic. It was just absolutely brilliant. Tied, yeah. the, tied the competitor's hands behind his back, and he was amazing. Uh, I'm not going to remember his name now. Darby Allen. Yes, Darby Allen. Yes, Darby yeah. Allen's hands tied behind his back, wrestling Jericho, and it just looked brilliant. And it's things like that where AEW have got a little bit more of the edge, and NXT just feel like they're chasing shock ratings and come watch us because some exciting is going to happen he, i mean darby allen is 10 times a wrestler of half the roster with his hands tied behind his back yes like, doing it doing it <laughs> doing a leap to the outside with your hands tied behind your back is just mental like that yeah. is there is no way for you, if you cut that up in any way there is no way for you to, like you can't you're just you're just face first yes the, the amount of trust you have to have in the person you're about to fling yourself at is no, unbelievable. No, 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 no. Imagine if you caught, caught your leg on the, yeah. the rope on the way over. I was, yeah, it's one thing if you hit it perfectly, that's dangerous enough. But if you caught your leg on the top or whatever, or you like, or you decided that you were going to like, you just jumped up to the top and then fell off, you yeah. you just land on your face. There's no way to rotate your body. No. Um. Adding to the ratings thing, final thing on NXT. <laughs> I didn't segue that. <laughs> I don't know where I didn't know where I was going. I knew what I wanted to talk about next, I didn't know where I was going. Talking about ratings, um, as we were talking about them there. Um, do you think that NXT is being hurt a little bit by the fact that it's on the network the night after it's on USA? Because I wonder whether a lot of fans it used to be because this isn't a true Wednesday night war. It's not like the Monday night wars used to be. Because the Monday night wars, if you missed WCW or WWE, unless you recorded it, there was no chance of you watching it again at all. And people didn't have necessarily video recorders that would record another channel while you're watching another one. So people flip between the two and watch whatever's most exciting. Now you can literally watch AEW live and then know that you've got NXT on the network the next night i don't know if that is would they make up another three hundred thousand viewers i'm not sure i'm not sure one i don't think i don't think i don't think so but two wwe absolutely don't want to point to that either though do they because the whole i think the whole reason why they've got such lucrative um deals with smackdown and raw is on the basis that you have to tune in to watch it it's better to watch it live because because that's the whole thing with SmackDown, isn't it? It's because it's live programming. They can they can charge for commercials and they can get all the revenue from commercials. Yeah. Whereas, so like anything else, you're just watching on demand. You 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 can't do the same. So I think WWE are in a bit of a catch twenty two. Where even if that is the case, they can't be like, oh, don't worry because we get all our yeah. network. Because Fox will be like, well, that's absolutely the opposite of what we want you to be saying. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I think that's the thing. They never release ratings. Same way Netflix and any other on-demand service never release ratings for anything unless they are ridiculously large. So there's a, you know, NXT, WWE have released that NXT is still one of the most um, lucrative and most watched thing on the network. But you can do that thinking, you know, what, I don't know what the most, apart from pay-per-views, obviously, but from a week-to-week show, NXT is good enough to stay on the network and WWE have that there. So I don't know. I mean, how many people do you reckon have honestly got the network? that don't watch NXT? Um, I would say... I would say at least half. You reckon? I just think it's madness that you'd, like... If you're into wrestling enough that you would... I mean, I appreciate it's such good value with the pay-per-views alone. It just seems mad to me that you'd be interested enough in wrestling that you would pay for the network but not watch probably the best show on the network. But I think... The value for the pay-per-views alone, that's what people pay for. I think that's enough. It's a tenner a month, and you get, in some cases recently, almost two pay-per-views a month. So, you know, and and I think they still charge something ridiculous like 
60 dollars or something over in america anyway for pay-per-views i think it's still ridiculous over there so the basis of having it on the network is is you know enough for some people and i don't know i think it's it's are people interested enough in stuff that's not raw and smackdown we i mean nxt is probably still a little bit stupid as it sounds a little bit underground a little bit niche for some people it's like oh it's that developmental stuff i only want the flashy pyro and all the rest of it so it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the real question is, I mean, do WWE really have that many network subscribers anyway? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. It's a good question. I don't know. I think, I think they're, I, I thought they had a, did they have a million at one point? They did have a million. Yeah. Usually around WrestleMania, I think they always top, I think they must get close to a million around WrestleMania. But I think this time of year, I'd be surprised. It yeah. must drop a fair bit. So it's, it's a, it's a bizarre They've got themselves into this bizarre situation with it, but I mean, it only benefits us. So, so sorry. Before one other thing, before we move on, um, just talking about ratings. Did you hear about the UK rating uh, last week for Raw? I didn't. No. Okay, so last, so that there was apparently there was. So this is crediting a different a different podcast. Uh, what culture? And they said that last week, um, only 3,000 people watched Raw in the whole of the UK. Wow. Okay. There's a proviso to that. Yeah. Only 3,000 people watch Raw on Sky still. Is it still Sky or is it BT still, Sports now? Still Sky, yeah. Only 3,000 people watched Raw on Sky in the yeah. UK last year, last, uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. But because... they, it was so low that, they, that Sky apparently thought it was a glitch. <laughs> And then they were like, no, no, that is right. Which I mean, I, to be honest, I can see that. So can I. I can absolutely see that. I mean, it's dreadful at the moment. That's, I mean, that's the reason Sky didn't want to buy it or didn't want to pay the, the ridiculous amount that WWE wanted for it, innit? Let's be honest, the ratings must be going that low that all the time. And, you know, and I, I can only rate this. I mean, I'm not speaking from personal experience. Obviously, there are other ways to watch Raw and SmackDown that are free and yes. quite easy to do now. And not complicated. And not complicated, exactly. So, I mean, the fact it's going to BT Sport, which is arguably in the Brit- in Britain, and even more, not obs- obscure is the wrong word, but it's not as a popular or a, or a, a sports uh, package. Niche. Yeah, niche might be it. Yeah, a bit more of a niche sports package. You've got to wonder. I mean, it used to be that people would buy Sky Sports for wrestling. That used to be the case. Yeah. That's nowhere near the case now. Nowhere near. No, so. Um, right, so talking of um, niche, talking of unpopular, talking of people not really wanting to watch it, Crown Jewel's on. <laughs> yeah, what a build-up. <laughs> um, Crown Jewel has got to be the most random pay-per-views. It's the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. It's part of the ridiculous billion-dollar deals they've got for, for these pay-per-views. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous amount of money. They don't say Saudi Arabia, apart from... Uh, Apart from Ric Flair, who hates Saudi <laughs> I did notice that. I did notice he's the only one that seems to be saying Saudi Arabia, but he's also bulletproof, so he can pretty much do what he wants. He's Ric Flair. Um, so it's the Crown Jewel pay per views always have these amazing matches that are like on, on, paper. on paper, exactly. <laughs> but then they are f- stacked with absolutely throwaway things. They're the most infuriating events that WWE do, yeah. without a doubt, because some, you, you just think some of the matches we're going to get to later, like, are random, and we'll have a proper discussion about them in a bit, but you'd argue before the Saudi Arabia deal, you'd leave Strowman versus Tyson Fury for WrestleMania. 100%. In fact, you'd argue that, apart from the big multi-man matches that are just, that are just a joke, all of the top three main events are WrestleMania matches. Yeah, I would, and I'd... now they're being thrown away on uh, on this Saudi Arabia show, which I'm still not convinced means much more than a house show with pyro. No, I, to- I totally agree. I, 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 I completely agree with that statement. It's it's a, it's um it's just a non-event, but it but it but the I think the problem is that we all know it's a, non- a non-event now. Yeah. So the first one, you were like, okay, this is a bit unusual. Like, what's you know, this is this is a really big event all of a sudden, and you watch it, and you're like, okay, yeah, it's house show. And then, and then since then, it's been amazing matches, and like a Shawn Michaels return, numerous Undertaker matches, Goldberg versus Undertaker, 
DX reformed. You, and you're thinking, this has got to be amazing, and it's just anything but that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how do you feel they've been building it? Um, I feel like they've been building two matches, the Velazquez-Lesnar yeah. and the Fury-Strowman matches. Fury-Strowman yeah. is a spectacle, but yes. without doubt. Velasquez versus Lesnar perhaps is a bit more, a bit more interesting because at least he can actually wrestle. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like they're backed into a corner with Rollins versus Wyatt, where yep. if they could get away with not doing a match, they would. Which makes me think the result quite predictable. Yeah. And then, um, and then, and then it's like, how do we fill out the rest of the show? Well, they all they built particularly, I don't think. Not really. I mean, they keep getting Hogan come out, do a promo, Flair come out, do a promo, and they've just been throwing the people in the 10-man match at each other for the last two or three weeks. But Did you think, ha- did you think that Hogan and Flair were going to fight in Saudi Arabia just for a split, for a, like, for a split second? Because I, 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 was, I was in. I was in. <laughs> I was like... And I was... And you know what? I was really okay with it. I was like... <laughs> That is the perfect match for Saudi Arabia. Hogan versus Flair in 2019. That's what I, that's what I want to. That's what I want to see. Um, I a guy that's got no back versus a guy that's got no health. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm. I would. I. The WWE title. Exactly. Find a way to put a title on on Hogan the same way they did Goldberg about three years ago. Well, we'll get into that actually. Um, we'll start. I'm going to start with the most throwaway match on the card. Um, Mansoor. Sorry, did you say who? Mansoor versus <laughs> Cesaro. Cesaro, who's now become the. Uh, we need someone to face a really good wrestler. Just wheel Cesaro out, which is really bad for Cesaro because he's brilliant. So you mean you, you know what you mean is we need someone to face a wrestler who will make him look really good. Yes, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. So Mansoor, who he will carry you to a, I mean, he will carry me to a good wrestling match. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and still come out. And, and the thing is, it's never it never buries Cesaro. Keeps losing these matches or coming close to looking bad, but you just can keep wheeling Cesaro out. So um, Mansoor versus Cesaro. Um, it's my my pick first. Uh, Oh, can yes. we, before, we, before we go, before we start the picks, can I just say what an absolute shocker I had last time? I think I got all of them wrong. You did, get, you did get all of them wrong. Excellent. Um, but when there's only three matches, it doesn't exactly hurt you. There was four matches, wasn't there? Four matches, I think. What was the fourth match? Oh, mate, come on. <laughs> it's WWE, I can't remember. I can't remember for dinner. AJ Styles match? Was there an AJ Styles match in there that you've got? Because I've got... Rowan versus Harper, Rowan and Harper versus Reigns and Bryan, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. I got, all, I got, I got all them wrong. You got all them wrong. They were the only three we discussed last last time. Okay. They were the only three that were advertised. And, and then, then there was what, what, so what, many throwaway matches that were on there that we didn't bother to even look at. They didn't advertise. It was so bizarre a pay-per-view. And where, where were the scores, mate? Um, at the moment, you are on 40... Oh, no, you got one right. You got Reigns versus... Oh no, you got. I don't know. You've managed to get one right somehow. Anyway, you're on forty-six. AJ, I think AJ did have a match. I think AJ had a match. Yeah, so forty-six, and I'm on forty, and it's all pretty much of a muchness because people got ones and twos. You're still just about at the top because you were so far ahead of everyone else. Anyway, glorious. But I'm only six behind. <laughs> I could change today. I could change. So we'll go back to it. Mansoor versus Cesaro. Now, when's the last time we saw Mansoor, Joe? When did you last see Mansoor grace a WWE ring? In Saudi Arabia, when uh, he was telling us how what wonderful career he's had in WWE. <laughs> what did he win? Did he win? He a won a, a, the greatest ever battle royal or something like that. <laughs> so one men. I think, I think it was something like that, wasn't it? It was like the largest ever battle royal. That's yeah, ever that was it. I think it's yeah. fifty. We had 50 Royal Rumble, but not 50 Battle Royal. Yeah. And we were like, who is this dude? And they were like, oh, yeah, he's from, he's from, he's from this city. Like, oh, <laughs> well, he's, and he's always oh, obviously winning it. Do you think that rule's still applying? I mean, I've got a pick. Yes. I'm going Mansoor. Yes, I'm not going to bet on Cesaro. 
<laughs> so we're both going Mansoor for the first one, and um, I bet he's looking forward to uh, you know whatever the next one is, Super Showdown in probably about six months, so he gets to be wheeled out again because I don't, I can't see them using Mansoor again. I mean, to be fair, he might be on two hundred five live, and we 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 just don't know, but. I feel like I've seen him once on NXT, but I might just be thinking of the No, South. you have. You have. He was he was he was definitely on NXT. He was definitely on NXT for like a match. He was he, in like a triple threat. He got he was done over, wasn't he? he didn't win. No, he didn't win it. Not that I was aware of, no. It didn't make an impact anyway. No, he's more comfortable fighting on Saudi territory. No, sorry. Home ground. Rehab. Yes, sorry, yeah. Um let's go for the big one then. Ten men ten man tag team match. You've got Team Hogan which is Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, <sighs> Shorty G. Oh. <laughs> Who's now actually, isn't he just called Shorty now? Hasn't he dropped the G? Or is he just, is, no, he's Shorty G. Yeah, he was Gay Gable, and now he's Shorty G, sorry, yeah. And Ali. I love but it, I, I just love that. What do you do, kids, if someone's bullying you? Look straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's... I don't know. I don't know why he agreed to it. I don't know why Gable agreed to being called Shorty Gable in the first place. And then when someone went to him and went, you know how the Shorty Gable thing everyone loves, you should definitely shorten it to Shorty G. He'll get it over though. I think he's good. I think he's all right. Oh, I, I, as a wrestler, he's fantastic. But there's only so long you can be the beaten underdog. It's just like, oh, so someone's bullying you. Okay, what do you do? You just live up to that stereotype. Brilliant. That's like, <laughs> what kind of message is that? Just, I, I just look straight, in, look straight into it, kid, and you'll be fine. <laughs> such a weird creative choice. I just don't understand why they've. And his it outfit, was... though, his outfit as well. He's yeah. wearing a full basketball kit, but like yeah. a sort of green and purple basketball kit, or blue and yellow basketball kit. It's like he's gone diving into John Cena's old wardrobe. You know, when he was he was Doctor Thugonomics or whatever it was. It's like he's going looking at that. It's it's bizarre. Um, versus Team Flair, which is Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and really randomly, because I'll be honest with you, I forgot he existed until he was drafted, Drew McIntyre. Oh, I think he's been injured, hasn't he, for a while. And he's oh, decent as well, Drew McIntyre. Oh, Drew McIntyre's great. Drew McIntyre should be, should have been title pitcher by now, but I think he's been a bit unlucky. Um, so, Team Hogan, Team Flair, 10-man tag team. I'd say it's your choice, but actually this is a... Um, this is a, a wild card pick because I've got both Roman Reigns and Ricochet as my wild cards. Yeah. And I'm so, disappointed by that because I would definitely go Hogan as well. What's your I'll, thinking for going Hogan? Just because last couple of weeks it's been all flair, isn't it? Um, it's classic, classic booking. And also to house show so you don't have the heels go over. There's no need for it, is there? This, this, is, a, this is a good opening match. All the stars out there. Hogan's team wins and the crowd are on board with... Um, What's going on? Big, you know, huge pyro. Do you think Hogan gets in the ring? Do you think Hogan... There's two questions here. Do you think either Hogan or Flair take a bump? Probably. Uh, I, no, sorry, do I think they take a bump? Do I think they take a bump? No. Do I think they attack? Yes. That was my second question. Do they get some offence on the other opposing team? Hogan's got to get some offence on all of Flair's team at some point, Ali. There's got to be a running thing where Hogan just knocks them all down with pathetic punches and then maybe gets a leg drop on King Corbin. Because out of those four five, King Corbin's the one you bury with a star, with a with a returning legend. God. I mean I'll fast forward that match. <laughs> the, no, the stupid thing is the match could be really good. There's some amazing wrestlers in the match. The match is actually could be decent, but it's just got this you know where it's going. You sound a bit like Vince McMahon, that, pitching that to a Saudi. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I'll level with you. It's going to be shit. <laughs> oh, no, it, it is. So, talking of it's going to be shit, we've also got the Tag Team Turmoil World Cup. With no belts on the line. No belts on the line. So, Viking Raiders go in as the... So less important than just a normal title match. Yeah. Yeah, so there is. this is for nothing except a World Cup which is only a World Cup because I think it's not taking place in America. Right. Because if you look at the different, all right, look at different nationalities. You've got Lucha House Party is not American. Ryder and Hawkins, I think both of those are Canadian. 
I'm pretty sure well, at least one of them isn't. Okay. Ziggler, like, Ziggler I'm pretty sure Zack Ryder's from Long Island. Oh, of course he is. Yes, of course he is. Uh, Ziggler and Rude. Rude's Canadian. Rude's Canadian. I don't know about Ziggler. I don't know about Ziggler. Um, don't know. California? Uh, Viking Raiders. Probably from the US, but also hailing from Denmark. <laughs> Put it this way. It is not a World Cup, which is a little bit... I always think the World Cup... AOP, where are they from, mate? AOP are in, are in the um, tag team turmoil. Oh, shit. That ruins my, that ruins my pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run through who's in this in a second, but AOP because I because I'll be honest with you, I'd have probably gone with AOP as well. But they were they are not one of the nine, it. they're not one of the nine teams in this tag team turmoil. Um, that sounds team, a lot, but actually, if you think about the fact that there's two tag divisions and some of those teams are the B team and Hawkins and Ryder, that's not a great endorsement of the WWE tag situation. No, it's not. No, it's really not. If you look at this and. If you also look at the draft situation too, which we haven't really touched upon, it might be something we look at later, but if you look at the draft situation as well, it's very heavily one show that's got the strong teams here. It's bizarre. That was a bit of a teaser for the fans, wasn't it? <laughs> so um, the stupid thing about having a World Cup in anything, though, is if you look at the 10-man tag, tag team match, you've got Rusev, you've got Ali, you've got Nakamura, you've got McIntyre. You've literally got nations represented by individual wrestlers that you could have easily had a World Cup competition with. I mean, you've got Cesaro taking taking part uh, in the show earlier on. You've got, you know... Yeah, I don't know what. Uh, you've got Mansur. You've got Mansur. You could have a 16-man you know, World Cup tournament. And that would be... And actually, that would be like a King of the Ring. That would be really good. Yeah, and it's got... It, there's, that, there's a legitimate... Decent story around it. It's it's it's, it's got some actual because then think about the fact that you could have a competition for who represents the US because there's so many com- competitors. So there's another story on top of that as well. It, yeah. There's so much to go with it, but they uh, obviously okay. haven't bothered. They just call anything a World Cup if they fancy it. So I'm going to run through the tag teams. Um, it's my pick. I thought I'd give you the chance to think over your your pick. So we start with it's the New Day versus the Viking Raiders. Versus Heavy Machinery, versus Lucha House Party, versus Hawkins and Ryder, versus The Revival, versus The OC, versus Ziggler and Rude, versus The B Team. Do you have a choice? Um, I'll tell you mine. I'm torn, I know mine. torn between two, so I'll go, I won't go the same one that you go for. I'm, your... go, I'm going New Day for this. Oh, okay. Yes, it is. That's one of the ones I was going to go for. So I'll go. Um, I'll go the Viking Raiders then. Yeah, that was my. That's that's my second choice. I can't. I can't see this being a heel win. There's no need for it. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you could rule out a fair few of them teams straight away. Yeah. I mean, I can't even remember what they all are. But if you're going like you're not, you're not having Hawkins and Ryder win because they can't win anything. No. You're not going to have uh, the B team win because they're a joke. You're not going to have Lucha House Party win because they're a joke. Who else in there? So the big, uh, you know who the the end teams are going to be. OC is going to be a strong competitor. Revival is going to be a strong competitor. Yeah, revival. Heavy, heavy machinery is going to be in there at the end because they're that, being pushed yeah, to the they sun. Could, they 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 could win it. Yeah, you've got Ziggler and Rude who are an outside bet. They could Ziggler and Rude could legitimately go either way. They could be eliminated early as a bit of a big coup for one of the joke teams. Or they could be one of the last ones standing. It's it's a weird one in that situation, but I just can't. I think Viking Raiders are obviously the champions. They're being pushed, um, and New Day are obviously New Day. Yeah, I think that's. I think I think it's between them two, isn't it? I do think Heavy Machinery is a really good outside pick as well. Yeah. Um, but I'll, okay, that's fine. I'll go Viking Raiders, and I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with that choice. Okay then. But do, they've got to do something with. Well, so I take. So we don't. We haven't been off tangent yet. So I'll, I'll take us off tangent. <laughs> I do, I do feel like they're going to do something with Kofi at some point, and I think they're going to, I think they're going to do. I, th- I don't think he's going to turn, but I think he's just going to flip out. I'm, I was really, I don't know whether I gave him a bit of a pass for it, but I was really gutted the next week on SmackDown when he just didn't react. Now he, to be fair, he was doing the charity, the breast cancer charity stuff. He was involved in that, so he was part of the Susan G. Komen kind of promo for the next week on SmackDown after he lost the championship. And I thought, okay, maybe they're just going, well, actually, New Day are doing this at the moment, so let's just not do a story with them. 
but it just seems to be forgotten. And Kofi should crushing up pancakes when he was doing like oh, I just got the power of positivity. He was crushing up pancakes in his hand. Oh, I didn't spot that. And I just wondered if there's like a little bit of pent up like like a little bit of pent up angst in there that might come out at some point, or he might just like flip his lid at some point. I just got that that. That might be really optimistic thinking based on some of the writing that I've seen where we've basically got like Lashley trying to finger Lana the whole time. <laughs> That's got to be that. I can't watch it. It's too cringy. I can't watch that story. I can't watch the Rusev Lashley. Wait, just... wait until you watch Raw this week. I'll, I'll flick through it before this oh, I haven't seen it today. but you, 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 It's the final segment. And when you watch it, you'll, <laughs> you'll know what I'm talking about. It's I not just... It's not good. It was a terrible decision to put it on with Sarah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know this is going to be awful, but I need to like, I'm going to bang through this before the podcast just in case anything critical, which obviously there wasn't. Um, and I was, and Sarah was just like, this is awful. This is, this is terrible. It's, it, it's not even well acted and it doesn't make sense. They're like, we don't need you, Rusev. We don't need you, but we are going to talk about you every time we're alone. It's just like, just, just stop, just stop. <laughs> just the practicalities of like, right, we're going to go to a restaurant. Um, do we? <laughs> film crew, so that when Rusev comes on, you can flick to us at dinner. You know, you know, it's just, just, it's just awful. It and is. Also, they're like, it's not, it's not okay. Like, it's like, it's not okay what they're doing. Like with Rusev and her being married. Like, I wouldn't be okay with. Like, I know it's an angle. I know it's like TV and whatnot. But like, his wife is literally just making out of another random guy. But like. Yeah. Not like not 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 a peck. Like they're like seemingly really going for it, and Rusev seems super cool with it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's almost like the bribe is we're going to do this angle. Your wife is going to make out with Bobby Lashley. So we're talking like Bobby Lashley is not not someone that many women would kick out of bed. Bobby Lashley's not someone who's you know he's a big beefy bloke. But you know, Rusev be like, well, I don't really like that angle. Okay, you're not on TV then. Oh, all right, then. Well, obviously, I, I, I do want to be on TV. I do want to be part of the show. Okay, well, it looks like your wife is going to be making out with Bobby Lashley then. <laughs> it's just, it just brought me back. You brought me back from, you brought me back with this as your storyline in mind. Also, I think I feel like Lana's been in about four of these storylines as well. Yeah. So there's obviously, well, they... I reckon Rusev's pushing them. Didn't they do? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, go on, just you make out with that, make out with that dude now. It's really weird. It is really weird. It's a bizarre, it's a bizarre choice. And it doesn't, I'm not, I don't care about Bobby Lashley versus Rusev, and this isn't making me care about Bobby Lashley versus Rusev. But also, they're fighting in the 5 on 5. Yeah. Which, but not, that's not the match. That's not the blow off, surely. Surely that's, no, not, that's, that's got to be Survivor Series, hasn't it? That's got to be the next pay per view. Because that'd even be a bit cheapened if it, they just threw it away on a Raw. If they just went, ah, oh, just this week on Raw, finally Bobby Lashley versus Rusev. Because it's been going on for ages and has been the main event angle at least twice. Oh, that's good. That was a good. Uh, I enjoyed that tangent when we started talking about Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic wrestling predict cast. Just we'll go from one thing to a completely different thing. Um, talking about random things that have make no sense. Uh, a twenty-man battle royals going on in Saudi Arabia. Okay. Whoever wins faces AJ Styles for the US Championship on the night of. Saudi Arabia, so it's they're going to have to face the Battle Royale, so that's probably going to open the show, to be fair. Facing the Battle Royale, and then face AJ Styles later on. I have the 20 people here. Um, I've made my pick already, so I'll do the same thing I did again, so I can I can run through the people with you. Um, I'm pretty certain that you'll hear names and go, there'll be, there'll be a choice of two things here. You'll hear a name and go, well, they're going to win it. And you'll also hear, like, oh, really? He's He still wrestles for WWE? So... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> at least one of these, because I looked at it and went, really? Okay. Sunil so Singh. Guess, can I try and guess which one that is? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sunil so Singh, Mojo Rowley, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, Sin Cara, V. Brian Kendrick, okay. Titus O'Neil, Tony Nice, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Andrade, Drake Maverick, Eric Young, Luke Harper, Cedric Alexander, Heath Slater, Umberto Carrillo, and No Way Jose. What a lineup. <laughs> if they said that was if they said that they were the people that were going to be involved in the 24-7 title for the evening, I wouldn't have batted an eyelid. 
So, sorry, hang on a minute. Are we just... Is there any... Okay, here's a question for you. Other than people that aren't going there for, like, political reasons, i.e. Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan... Um, uh, Sami Zayn, yeah. Are there, is there anyone on the roster that's not in, not in a match? There must be... There's 11 teams. Nine teams, that's 18. Plus 20, that's... Plus 10 in the main... In that... That's... We're already on 50. We must be. We must be. We must have sixty participants in this event. In this yeah. match, in this in this pay per view. Yeah. Jesus. It's crazy. It's like it's like one of the rules of Saudi Arabian contract was you bring all your wrestlers and all your wrestlers are featured because they do this every time. Fifty man battle royals, fifty man Royal Rumbles. Um, out of interest, could you pick the person I couldn't believe still wrestles for WWE? I think you might be thinking Eric Young. Uh, Eric Young was 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 would have been there, except he was on Raw like two weeks ago. He got he was one of the secret the dark draft picks. Noah Jose. Uh, he would have been a decent shout as well. I've not seen him for a while. I was thinking the Brian Kendrick. Oh, two hundred five though. Is it two hundred five? Is it okay? Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. Um, have you got a pick for this? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's your you you get to choose. So go for it. Who's your pick? I'm gonna go Humberto Carrillo. Oh, nice. That's different to me. That's a good shout as well. It it it, it makes sense. It makes sense because the, the AJ match can be a throwaway match, presumably. So give it Umberto Carillo. Um... Who had a good show in? He had a good show in against Seth Rollins a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and um, yeah, he did. He's a decent. He's a decent shout. I have gone very similar, but probably about the same amount of charisma as well. I've gone Cedric Alexander. Yeah, so he would be the other. He's the other obvious. Like he's the other one I would say is a makes sense. I think there's a bit of a feud already between them two. Exactly, which is what I was going for, to be honest. And I think you you want heel versus face, so that puts out my other choice, which would have been Andrade, because I think Andrade's a great wrestler to be included in this. So he's got to be final four, if nothing else. Um, so I there's mean... so there's interaction between. So I will be honest and say there's a bit of interaction between Umberto Carrillo and AJ Styles on Raw. Uh, oh, okay. So if you feel that after having watched Raw, you want to change your pick, no, I'll, no, no, it's fine. I'll let, I'll let you because that is that makes sense. Leading leading you to a, you know, you, if you had you had you have the same amount of TV, you might change your pick. So if you feel like you need to change your pick, feel free. No, I'll go with Cedric Alexander. I'll keep it what, what I thought beforehand. But I mean, it's going to be a decent match either way. That's the idea. AJ versus Cedric or AJ versus Umberto Carrillo is going to be decent. Yeah. Which takes us to the next one, really. Now there isn't a choice because your wild card is AJ Styles. So whoever wins versus Cedric Alexander versus Umberto Carrillo, you've got to go with AJ Styles. Yeah. Are you just disappointed in that? No, because he, he should win if, if the other guys faced twenty other people. Yeah. And um, and I and it's a house show, so they're not. And they're, I don't think they'll change the belt. There's, with no build up, it feels like a real waste of AJ Styles. Yeah, it's a good way to launch into a decent feud for Survivor Series, though. Yeah, a good yeah, yeah, starting point. Yeah, yeah, so. I agree. I agree. All right, well, let's move on from that. So <laughs> let's go. Well, you know, we don't know what to say about it. Um, let's go for the... There's probably... You'd argue there's three main events to this. This one's the uh, third main event. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend for the um, uh, heavyweight championship, for the Universal Championship. It's a fourth... Is it the third main event? Pardon? Is, that, is, that, is it officially the third main event? I would say it is, though, wouldn't you? I don't think it is made official. They've not said which is the main event, but I would say out of these three, the order I put it is the order I would have these matches. Well, what a joke, can I say, that that is the case because after like going into Hell in a Cell, this like that match was absolutely on fire. Yeah, and they ballsed it up something absolute rotten, didn't they? Like I like like I I, I called it on the podcast. I will you say did. I called it. You did call it Collins. I called it and I was like, they're going to do a crap finish because they can't have the, the Fiend have the belt. And everyone was like, no, that's not the case. And it was the case. But the way they did it was terrible. Yeah. And and Seth Rollins has now been completely destroyed as any sort of face because of it. Yep. They don't really know what they're doing with him. He's just he's just being weird. The Fiend he burned has... Down, he burned down the, fun, the Firefly Funhouse, which got rebuilt the next week. Yeah. So pointless. It, it it it's it's just bizarre and then the fiend unfortunately isn't quite as impactful as he was before i don't think it feels like he's it, as much as they did keep him um strong 
and he didn't quite lose. It was a disqualification because uh, Seth used a weapon in a Hell in a Cell match, which is allowed, but, you know, we'll, we'll look past that. No, mate, um, it's, no, it's not. Sorry, just to be clear. You can throw a body off the top of the cell to his <laughs> near death twice. Yeah. But if you use a sledgehammer through a load of chairs, not okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. If a referee says, don't do it, Seth, and you do it, you get disqualified. Um, so this is false count anywhere. It says the match must have a finish. We did have a finish last time. Yeah, exactly. But do you... <laughs> it was a shit finish. <laughs> do you... Who, you've got to have Seth Rollins because it's your wildcard choice. I mean, mm-hmm. your wildcards have almost screwed you over for the final three here, I think. But do you think The Fiend is winning this match? Um, are you happy that you've got Seth Rollins? Yes. You are? Yeah. Seth Rollins is winning this match. Oh, I'm going the opposite. I think The Fiend's winning this match. Nah, Seth Rollins they're not, change, they're not changing the title. They're not changing the title in Saudi Arabia. And they're not changing the title because Seth Rollins is a raw competitor with a raw belt. Right. Bray Wyatt is on SmackDown. I've got a... Are they doing double switch, do you reckon? I Yeah, I think what they're going to do is they're going to switch both belts. Why not? Well, yeah. No, I, I think that's a really good idea. Because I suppose Kane... Velasquez isn't signed anywhere, is he? Is he a Raw? No, no, he's he's signed for WWE. He's got a six-month contract with WWE. No, sorry, he's not signed for Raw or SmackDown, though, is he? Oh, no, sorry, no, he's not drafted. No, he's not drafted. Okay. So, okay, so you could do that. Uh, I, I like the concept. I like the concept. I just don't think they're going to do it on a, a shitty Saudi Arabia show. I'd like... that. That's got... That's a really good shout for... Survivor Series. See, I, I think this is a hangover show from the draft, and this is your final chance to reset the deck. And the Universal Championship. But Hell in your... a Cell was after that as well. It was, but Hell in a Cell was was set already. Didn't have a clue exactly where this is your. We need to clear up the feuds now. Seth Rollins versus the Fiend was supposed to be. Someone had announced that for Survivor Series as the main event, and they very quickly went, we have to scrap that. We, we have to undo the mistakes we made, which is why this one's been very quickly put here. Um, and I also think this is a good shout because the Universal Championship needs to be moved from what is now the B-Show Raw to what's the A-Show SmackDown because the Universal Championship's always been promoted as the A-Belt, really, where the Heavyweight Championship has always been seen as the second. As much as it shouldn't do, it has been. And if Vince McMahon is got that mindset then he might want to shift it over to smackdown well i'll tell you what mate this is going to be really interesting then because by the sounds of what you're saying kane velasquez is beating brock lesnar in your predictions i think so and i'm going to go lesnar for that so this is either your chance i can't change now so this is your chance to get this is your chance to get right back in the mix because you also You've also got Tyson Fury, yes. and I've got to have Strowman, and I'm about zero percent confident that Strowman's winning that. Yes, yeah, so am I. So, so if you actually get three out of three there, if you, so let's move on to. I think Velasquez Lesnar's going to going to end the show. I think that's your main event for for Saudi Arabia for me. Okay, but so I was going to leave it to last. But why do you think Cain Velasquez is not winning this match? Because I think he's way, it's way too. I don't think he's anywhere near good enough to put the belt on him yet. But do you not think you almost bury Cain Velasquez by having him lose to Lesnar when the story is that Cain Velasquez is the only one that can beat Lesnar? Do you get what I mean? No, no, I, I do get what you mean. I just, or maybe he doesn't take the belt, or there's something, there's some like something a bit, there's something a bit like WWE in it. Um, so it could almost be that Velasquez wins it. But Lesnar retains. Yeah, but in which case that would be your. I yeah. just, I think Lesnar's not. I don't think Lesnar's losing the belt. I don't think they're going to switch. I think that's. I think that's really clever what you're suggesting. I don't think they'll do it. I no. don't. If it wasn't, I, I, I'm. I just don't see any way out of the Fiend versus Seth. I know we're going back, but it kind of feeds into what I'm saying. I don't see any way out of the Fiend versus Seth with Seth winning this and not having the exact repeat of of what screwed up Hell in a Cell. All people want to see is The Fiend not only beat Seth Rollins, but win the belt. That's what, they, that's what people want. And I think you give, at this point, you've got to give the fans what they want. You have to. I'm, I can't, 
I, I honestly can't disagree with your logic. I'm just not. I'm not confident. I'm gonna. I'm right, mate. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. But I'm. But I. But I'm totally with you on the logic. If this was. If this was. A, if this was the next pay per view, I'd be like, I'm changing my picks because that is definitely happening. Yeah, I, that's the only thing. That's the nervousness of because compared to like what we're used to seeing in Saudi Arabia, what you're talking about is exponentially better. But you'd argue that those two matches are. I mean, we're not talking Goldberg versus Undertaker. We're not talking... These aren't throw. We're not talking, like, a Shawn Michaels return. These are legitimate matches. Seth versus The Fiend is a legitimate match with a story. Lesnar versus Velasquez is a legitimate match with a story. All right, the Tyson versus Strowman, which... Uh, Fury versus Strowman, which we'll get to in a second, is the throw match for Saudi Arabia, really. Yeah. So these two matches have stakes. Going forward, it's going to matter. Because if you have Velasquez lose clean here, he's nobody again. And they've got a name and they've got a star. And it, it's obviously big money. It means they can pay Velasquez a ridiculous amount of cash, which is why he signed for WWE over AEW. Because there was a chance he was going to go to AEW because he's big friends with um, uh, guy who runs AEW. Tony Khan? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. He's big friends with Cody Rhodes. So there was a chance he was going to AEW, but you've got to believe WWE Saudi Arabia money was the thing that clinched it for him. Yeah, so I just, I, it just seems silly to. It, these two matches could be could have stakes, and I just think I'm going to take a bit of a gamble. We've still got plenty more pay per views to go, so. Well, uh, I think the thing is, you've got to take gambles at some point, haven't you? Because you're a bit behind. So yeah. this could be the one. This could be the one, mate. Could also so, be. It could also be the burying of you. Yeah, it could be the burying of me. So let's finish off with Strowman versus Tyson Fury, and what has got to be the cringiest, most awkward build. I've ever seen. Every time Tyson Fury is out in a WWE ring, I can't look at the screen. I feel like it's going to go horribly wrong. For for a man that is a professional boxer, how can you not fake a punch? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You, that should be like the first thing that you learn as a wrestler. If you're a boxer coming in to do wrestling, surely throwing a punch which doesn't hurt but looks look real would be the first thing that you would learn. Yeah, talk to Shane McMahon though. I'll give I'll give Shane McMahon because he's basically there to jump off things. Yes, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's his role. He's not a boxer. He's a he jumps off stuff. Yeah, Tyson Fury should surely be able to throw a couple of punches and knock out Braun Strowman. Like, like I don't know how it's it isn't it isn't. Comp- I mean, I don't even think Fury can take a bump, can he? Really? They can't. I, they can't risk him taking a bump or or many bumps. So is this purely going to be? Strowman gets in the ring, Fury knocks him out, game over. Because that seems <laughs> that seems like a, like okay. I understand why they're doing this match because after yeah. they announced this at the at the press conference, that press conference is on BBC News, and I haven't heard wrestling mentioned on BBC News ever. Um, You're looking at one of the three thousand people that watched it in the UK saw that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, Fury was also talked about all over the radio. He's been. Um, it's like it's everywhere. This match, this match has made it. You know, it's made WWE a talked about thing in the UK at least, where Tyson Fury's probably the most well known. I mean, I don't know if he's a, a huge name ev- everywhere else, <clears throat> even though he's a boxing like. Well, he's trying to build his profile in America. And I think exactly. That's- yeah, that's that's what's going on. So, is it worth burying Strowman? Yeah. It, will well, they bury Strowman? They will. They they will. They will bury him. <laughs> I, I agree. I've got, I've got, I've got zero doubt. I've got zip. Of, of, of all the sure things I've ever seen, Tyson Fury winning this match is a sure thing, which is absolutely gutting because you've got to have Strowman as your wife. Strowman is an absolute shocker. I've had. I also can see this, and I'm because I'm looking at Fury's schedule, and he's off. Um, well, he'll be fighting in February, yeah. and then he'll be off after that. And I'm just wondering if there's like an opportunity for this to be a rematch at WrestleMania. That makes sense. That um, makes a lot of sense. And then actually, like, so maybe Fury batters him in, like, knocks him out pretty quickly. It's a bit of an anticlimax, but we get a proper match on, you know, then Strowman moans about it for the next six months. And we yeah. get WrestleMania. Maybe. That might be that wild optimistic. Plus, there's something else in there. If Fury does just get into the ring and knock Strowman out, that will also then be carried on all the news outlets because that's mm-hmm. a. 
That's a that's a five second clip you can show as a. And finally, in sports, Tyson Fury made his debut, and you watch the clip, and then you move on, and it, people are still talking about it. You know, so if you're looking at the advertising for it, and you're looking at all this stuff, it's there. So, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's pretty clear that that I mean, I'm pleased I've got Fury because you've cast doubt on my fiend and Cain Velasquez, but I just I, I am I'm just there. I just can't see it. Right. There's a possibility. There's a real possibility here that there is. Because I would say, I'm fairly confident on Hogan winning. Yeah. I'm fairly confident on. Um, Mansoor. Well, so I was gonna say Hogan and um, Fury winning is two. I would say fairly certain ones. Oh, absolutely. And then you've got, um, <clears throat> and then you could potentially get the other two as well. And yeah. that that would be four points up for you from the from your wild card slash. Unbelievable predictions, and there's other random ones too. I mean, the twenty man battle royale, neither of us could win it, so it oh, could be a dead point. And the same with the same with the tag team turmoil, that could be an outsider too. So there is other things here. I mean, the stupid thing is for predictions wise, it actually is quite interesting. I just wish yeah. there was some bloody logic and story behind it. <laughs> the, the great thing about the predictions in this one is that WWE clearly don't give too much of a shit about it. Yeah. But it could be anything. Yeah. Like, and also, if you actually wanted to get people to watch this show or watch the the replay of this show, do what do what you're suggesting. And more to the point, if you want people to then tune into Raw and SmackDown, yeah, do what you're suggesting. Do do you know make this match matter? Because Thursday night, I mean, the interesting thing is who the hell's wrestling Friday night? Is Friday SmackDown just literally a women's show? No, they're bringing them back. That's so bizarre. Chartered, they've chartered a flight. They've chartered a flight straight after. So there's a good. Ch- I'm not. I don't know how that would work logistically, but presumably Velasquez, Lesnar, Fury, Strowman, and might not be on. Don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna work that. But yeah, they're gonna. They've chartered the flights. They're going straight back after the show and then doing SmackDown on Friday. That's it, crazy. That is mental, isn't it? Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Um, and you think the clever thing to do for SmackDown is to be stack it with female talent anyway, as a as a you know a bit of dampening the fuel from the fact that there can be no females on this on this pay per view. So it almost feels like they've missed an opportunity, and they don't have to shoot themselves in the foot quite so badly. But I suppose it's it's ratings for them, isn't it? So all right, I think we'll uh, we'll leave it there. So all you've got to do, you guys have not got long to get in, get 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 involved because uh this pay-per-view is tomorrow is thursday sorry and it's um one o'clock like one o'clock in the afternoon so uh we'll get the um we'll get the prediction form up as uh well tonight it'll be up there with these predictions on and you will be able to pick your choices for who you believe is going to win get involved so it'll be linked in the uh podcast description it'll be on um twitter at wrestling predictcast it will be on facebook at wrestling predictcast and then you'll get uh, your chance to take part. And then we will see you in only about three weeks' time for Survivor Series. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye.